Greetings. Greetings, greetings, love and light. I'm your host, Dennis, here with the Soul Content Podcast. Now, for people who may wonder why I named it that name in particular, uh, because obviously I'm creating content here, I'm curating uh, content, and I'll it's to me. It's coming from my soul. It's, it's to me. It's just it's content that's on a deeper, deeper level. It's coming from within me. You know, it's not coming from a. You know, it's coming from a spiritual standpoint, and it's coming from my soul. So, it's just a play on words a little bit there. But this is a continuation from the last episode which is the fall of the Christian church. And really, it's the fall of the world, when you really look at it, not just the Christian church, but I'm using the Christian church as an example because obviously those are people who claim to believe in Christ, claim to believe in the God of the Bible. So... I just want to go more in depth when it comes to this particular subject that I embarked upon. I want to bring some receipts and go deeper into that rabbit hole. Because again, this is bigger than just the Christian church. This is... The world is the entire world, not just the Christian church. But as I stated in the last episode, the church plays a major role uh, within the world that we live in today. Right? As a matter of fact, let's look up the statistics. Let's look up how many people are Christians in 2020 or 2019. They probably have the data for 2019 because they probably don't have all the data for 2020 yet. But let's let's. Okay, this is, I'm seeing articles from 2017. Okay, this is learnreligions.com. It's saying 16 April 2020. This was published on 16 April 2020. How many Christians are in the world today? Let me see what statistics they have. It says in the last 100 years, the number of Christians in the world has quadrupled from about 600 million in 1910 to well past 2 billion presently. Today, Christianity remains the world's largest religious group. Wow. Let's look up the population of the planet. Let's see how many people are on the planet. Because I know about five years ago or so, 
they were saying that there were 7 billion people on the planet, okay, so this is from worldometers.info, and I think this was from, yeah, this is, they're saying this is current, this is 2020, so let's see, let's see, what they how many people are on the planet today, I know, I remember there was like a Time Magazine, uh, cover or something national geographic or something like that i remember i walked into like a supermarket and it said seven billion people or something to that extent we i think we've all heard that that there's seven billion people on the planet all right let's see how many people are actually on the planet today this is taking some time to load but it's this is from ww worldometers.info slash world population uh, this is taking a little longer load but it actually is telling me that there's 7.8 billion people so this 7 billion point 8 which means there's 7 billion and it's pretty much approaching 8 billion we're about 200 million people away from being officially at 8 billion people on the planet. So just doing simple math. Right, let's let's see how many. So that's that's pretty the percentage of people that actually classify themselves as Christians. It's almost, almost half. It's almost half. Not quite there yet, but it, it's almost half. Almost half is, it's pretty close. Which is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. So, so me making this about the Christian church, in my opinion, is this apropos. Because, again, it's not just the Christian church that's going to fall. It's the entire world, the entire planet, every inch, corner, every country, every nation, ev everything, right? This was prophesied. If you believe in the Bible, if you believe in the scriptures, then you know that prophecy says that everything is going to fall. Everything, not just the Christian church. But I, I, I want to focus on the Christian church because, like I said, Christians claim to believe in Christ. So if you claim to believe in Christ, then you know what Christ said about the end of the world and how we must prepare and how we must see things. So I'm not targeting the Christian church. I'm not trying to ridicule or condemn the church I just hope to bring some light to some of the things that are going on so somebody out there can be uh, enlightened to certain things certain aspects so let's bring some receipts right let's bring some receipts because I touched on certain things in the last episode 
about the economy and how the aim of this engineered pandemic is to ultimately devastate particular groups and devastate the economy. And one of the main groups that they're aiming to devastate is the church group. It's people who believe in Christ. Have to understand people that if you believe in Christ, you are the number one enemy of an anti-Christ government and a Luciferian government, a Luciferian world. You automatically become enemy number one. Now again, a lot of this information is very layered. It is very layered. It would take a long time for me to cover everything. But I can touch on some of the key things that I've touched on in the last episode. Right? To bring more clarity to it and bring some receipts to prove some of the things that I said and to hopefully shed light on things that are being concealed from most people and that most people are unaware of. Right? Um, one of the main one of the main let's say tentacles, right? like an octopus that has many tentacles. One of the main tentacles, actually, some can argue that it's the main tentacle that Lucifer, the fallen seraphim, right? And I think that that brings so much clarity to what Lucifer actually is because a lot of people, they call Lucifer a fallen angel, which is incorrect. Lucifer is not a fallen angel. He's a fallen seraphim, right? Which is a different order of angel. It's not it's not the not the regular angel that may be protecting me on a daily basis or protecting you. You know how we all have a guardian angel that the creator assigned to us. Lucifer is not that. You know, he's not that ain't that type of angel. He's on a he was actually the highest order of angels are what you would call the, hem- the heavenly host or the sons of, of God. This was a very powerful, intelligent being. Um, one of the most powerful, intelligent, wise creatures that was created in the heavens. When creation was created before there was ever such thing as a earth, as, you know, as a atom. Lucifer was created before all these things. In fact, he helped create some of these things. But one of the main... Luciferian tentacles that have operated 
on this planet and have engineered the world to become a Luciferian world with the Luciferian agenda is a secret society by the name of the Illuminati or translated into the illuminated ones, the enlightened ones, right? Which is interesting because the occult, the Freemasons, and actually Lucifer's name means bringer of light. I mean, I, don't, I guess, I don't know, right? Because who, according to who, right? According to who does Lucifer's name mean that, right? So, I don't know. I mean, does God, does God name him that name? Or I don't know who named Lucifer, Lucifer, right? That's a different, that's an interesting conversation in and of itself. But um, the Masons, the Freemasons, the occultists, they look at Lucifer differently than Christians look at Lucifer. They look at Lucifer as actually uh, a helper to mankind. They feel that Lucifer was actually trying to awaken mankind and give mankind information that was being kept from mankind, right? Hence, the story of the Garden of Eden, where he, he convinced Eve to eat of this particular tree. And he told her, hey, if you eat this tree, you will become like the gods, right? You will, you will know good and evil, you know? So he enticed her, he seduced her into pretty much disobeying God, disobeying her, her, uh, her husband, which was Adam, and eating of this tree that was actually forbidden and told to her not to eat. So, sorry, sorry for that. Uh, so, the Illuminati, it's interesting that that is the name that they've chosen to call themselves. Now, some people don't believe the Illuminati exists. Hey, that's on you. But it's actually documented that they do actually exist. So, somebody believes that they don't exist. They clearly don't know history. Maybe they, they mean to say that they believe that they no longer exist, which I guess could be a credible argument, or at least a... Uh, a legitimate argument to a certain extent. But... So those of us who know, know that this secret society actually does exist, right? Now, the interesting thing about this particular secret society is that it's been accused, it's been accused of infiltrating, 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 and co-opting many, many powerful institutions. It's been accused of setting up many, many powerful institutions and manipulating humanity and the destiny of humanity. 
Now, what's interesting about this is that there was an actual card game called the Illuminati game. Right? And the Illuminati, it says, and this is the, Wik the Wik Wikipedia uh, article or information on it. It says, Illuminati is a standalone standalone card game made by Stephen Jackson Games. Inspired by the 1975 book, The Illuminati Trilogy, by Robert Anton Wilson and Robert Shea. The game has ominous secret societies competing with each other to control the world through various means, including legal, illegal, and even mystical. It was designed as a tongue-in-cheek rather than serious. Right, this is what the, the Wikipedia uh, page says about it. Now that's funny that it that it says that it was tongue in cheek, that it it wasn't like a serious thing. But it's interesting that back in 1975, you know this was this was there was a book called the Illuminati Trilogy, and I think the card game. Let's see, the card game came out. So I think the card game came about around 1983. So the official card game came out in 1983, 1984, <laughs> which again, very interesting date, very interesting year. If you know the book 1984. But what's interesting about this card game is that it has certain cards that have actually predicted future events. These cards have actually predicted the 9-11 attack. There's actually a card within these deck of cards, right? And if you Google it, all you have to do is type in Illuminati card 9-11. And it shows you the date that this card actually came out was 1995, right? And the name of the card is called Terrorist nuke now that's that's i mean so much for a tongue-in-cheek game that was created uh for, for for giggles for just for fun right that's pretty eerie that's pretty airy to say the least. But, however, that's not the only card that's in, in, in this deck. And to those out there who are aware of these things, you know that this is, you, you're aware of this. Right? But there's another card in there called the Pentagon. And in this particular card, you can see the Pentagon actually exploding. Right? There's like a, like a bomb. Like something hit the Pentagon. 
another eerie card that predicted a future event. Now to just touch on why is this important and relevant to my conversation is that there's actually a card called quarantine. And ironically enough, the planet right now is under quarantine, right? Now within this particular card, you see a red cross. You see these bottles that almost look like uh, prescription pharmaceuticals. You see a needle, a syringe that looks like, uh, that looks like vaccines. And also you see gloves and you see a mask, a face mask, the same mask that you see everybody in society walking around with. Mind you, this card game came out over 20 years, more than 20, out, uh, it actually came out like about 40 years ago, 40, 30 something, around there, and it says uh, disaster, this is what the card says, you know how most card games, you'll have a card and then it tells you like the, the purpose of the card or the attributes. And it tells you in this particular card, it says disaster, right? I mean, you can pretty much replace disaster with pandemic. Same thing. It says this is an attack to destroy any place. It does not require an action. Its power is 14. This is not an instant attack. Other groups can uh, interfere normally. If the attack succeeds, the target is devastated. This attack could not actually destroy the target. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Now, remember, the backdrop of why I'm pulling this out is because I'm telling you that these things have been planned and thought out many, many years ago. These things are not happening by chance, people. Okay? Again, this is a Luciferian world. Lucifer is at the helm of all of this. And Lucifer was a very powerful entity within the celestial world. Okay? Lucifer is not just uh the average creature this is a very powerful being this is he's he's he, he can see into the future he's a time traveler he can he can look into the future and predict certain things and do certain things thousands of years in in advance you know he's he's beyond our understanding he's he's more he's he's about hundreds 
of thousands of years more advanced than the human race is. Humans are actually pretty uh, unevolved. We really are. We really have a lot to go. That's the reason why he was able to convince Eve that hey, if you eat this fruit, you'll be like the gods. You'll be like us. Which he's a liar. Obviously, we know now that he lied to her. But nonetheless, he was able to convince her of that because she didn't have the wisdom or the foresight to see that he was actually lying. You know, if you can be deceived, then that tells you you're pretty unevolved. You know, because you should be able to discern when somebody is attempting to deceive you. Unfortunately, we cannot, which lets you know where we are as far as evolution is concerned. So think about this. This is this card is actually an epidemic. And written across this card says quarantine, which ironically enough, 2020, here we are. The world is under quarantine. And there's a pandemic or an epidemic going on. The COVID-19. Right? And you can see the vaccine on this card. You can see that the vaccine is there. The red cross, the needle is there. Right? Then you can see the face mask. Now, is that a coincidence, people? Is that a coincidence? Hey, you could believe that it's a coincidence if you want. But for, uh, for those of us that know and have been awakened, we know that this is not by chance. That this is Something that has been thought out, think tanked by very, very powerful beings, gods, principalities that have come together and have decided to control the destiny of humanity. And Christians... People who believe in Christ should know this. They should know that they are adversaries, that they are fallen gods, principalities, thrones, angels, seraphims that fell to this planet. Christ himself said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning, right? I don't think that's verbatim, but you know the quote. I'm pretty sure anybody that's a Christian out there would know that quote. And mind you, Satan is a different uh, angel in and of itself. I think he himself was a seraphim. I have to go back and look. But nonetheless, he was also a very powerful being in the celestial world, in the eternal. He was actually said to be a dragon. A dragon, right? Which shows you the complexity of what these heavenly hosts are. It's not what we believe they are. These humanoid beings with wings and babies with wings. No. Angels are much more complex than that. Uh, some of them are formless. Some of them don't have a form. They, they are formless. They can take any form. Um, this is just the nature of creation that most people are not aware of. 
But again, it's very, very interesting that we have a card called the Illuminati card that has a specific card in there that says quarantine. And it li literally shows the things that we're seeing today right now going on. And the purpose of this particular card that they use, because again, this is one big game to them. This is one big game. They play with us. This is this is a game to them. They they laugh and they mock us. They sit back and they laugh and they mock humanity. They look at humans as stupid cattle that they can just manipulate and engineer to their own purpose. And that's how they literally see you. They see you as a farm animal, an animal on a farm that's too stupid to control its own destiny. So, based on what it says, it actually gives us some insight, which is what allows me to know and understand that the purpose of this so-called quarantine and this uh, so-called pandemic is to devastate a particular place and a particular group it's not to destroy they're not trying to destroy us they're just they're just attempting to devastate us to devastate the economy to make things uncertain they want things to be uncertain for us to feel as if uh, things are uncertain that things are just going haywire that things are just bad they want us to look at this world as a very very stressful place to live in they want us constantly stressed constantly on a hamster wheel constantly working constantly distracted and this is a part of that agenda so touching on the christian church just know christians christian pastors that they're they're aiming to to, to devastate you they're aiming to to have you at uh, at the the point of, of of at the breaking point. They want to totally shatter all that you have. They want you to to pretty much be on your knees, begging for them to 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 save you out of that desperation which a lot of you will. A lot of you will be so desperate and so devastated that you will literally get on your knees and beg that the government saves you out of this and gives you a stimulus. Right? But more receipts here. Another card, ironically, that's actually in this particular game is World War Three. World War Three. Now I'm sure a lot of people out there have heard this before. This is nothing new, right? I'm sure a lot of people have heard World War Three get thrown around. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm not the first person that has mentioned this. We've heard it before. We heard, hey, when's World War Three gonna happen? Is it gonna be between this country or that country or this or that? I'm sure people have heard this. 
I'm sure this, you know, we've been hearing rumors of these things for years now. Now again, the irony, the irony that this card game will actually have a card called World War Three. Now let's read it. Let's read what it actually says in, on this particular card. It says, any nation molding a direct attack to destroy against another nation has tripled power. If it succeeds, the attacking nation gets a plot card and another action taken immediately fails. The attacker is destroyed and counts towards victory. Condition of the defending player. This card replaces any yellow NWO card. Play. And now, if anybody may not be familiar with that particular acronym, NWO stands for New World Order, which we know is the ultimate goal, which is to establish a new world order under Lucifer, under Satan, under the new trinity, right? Under the new Godhead, which is Lucifer, Satan, and Moloch, right? And there's other entities in the mix of that, but those are the three main uh, guys at the top that are, you know, calling the shots, if you will. Now, I have a particular letter, right? A letter that was written by... So these are receipts, by the way, just to give you clarity on what I'm doing, what's the purpose of this particular episode. Again, this is a continuation from my last episode, which is the, the fall of the Christian church, right? But it's bigger than just the Christian church. So I hope you guys understand that and know that. But I'm not trying to single out the Christian church because this is, this is, you know, this is the, the entire world here. This is the entire human race here that's being uh, manipulated and controlled and ultimately destroyed. Um, but, again, I would rather speak to Christians because Christians are or have the most potential to fight against it based on the fact that they worship the God that is against or they, they claim to worship the God that is against this fallen God who is running and controlling these governments, these societies and these this, this world um, so I wanted to bring out a letter That was written by a man named Albert Pike. This particular letter this particular letter was written and August in 1871. So this was 
years ago, people, years ago. This was before there was ever a such thing as a card game, right? So this is going way back. This is going before the card game, right? Even though, uh, as you, as I pointed out, it's pretty eerie, pretty weird that this card game that was uh, released in 1984 had future events. 1995, a card came out in 1995 that predicted the 9-11 attack and also the, the, the Pentagon attack. And now, as I pointed out, it also spoke about quarantine and the purpose of a particular quarantine or a pandemic, which again, is just very, very ironic. So, in this particular letter that was written by Albert Pike, and by the way, Albert Pike is actually a 30, or was, because he's dead now, but was a 33rd degree Freemason. He actually was one, he was actually the founder of the KKK, or one of the founders of the KKK. But it says, Albert Pike in three world wars, it says, Albert Pike received a vision, which is a lie, by the way, this is, uh, again, this is them controlling history and creating their own narratives, right? But it says he wrote a letter to Mazzini, dated August 15th, 1871. This letter, this letter graphically outlined plans for three world wars. Again, let me repeat that. This letter graphically outlined plans for three world wars that were seen as necessary to bring about the one world order. Okay? Now I'm going to skim through this. Because this would take years, not years, but it would take a long time to go through all of this information. Um, if you look into this yourself, all you have to do is type in Albert Pike, Three World Wars. In this particular uh, letter that he wrote, he outlined three world wars. Mind you, this is 1871. This was before there was any such thing as a world war. But if you read how he described how these wars must be fomented and pretty much engineered to come about, the first two happened exactly how he wrote it. I want you to take a second to think about that. Like, he, it, it happened almost verbatim how he wrote it should happen. Not only did it happen verbatim, it also accomplished what he wanted to accomplish. Now, mind you, he this man was a, a documented Luciferian. Right, and this he, he wrote a book called Morals and Dogma, and in that book he was speaking about Lucifer being the god of Freemasons. Now he himself was a thirty-third degree Freemason. So ironically enough, thirty-third degree Freemason speaking about a one world order, 
three world wars that must be fomented in order to accomplish this. Now, the most important thing that I want to bring out, which is speaks to today, is the Third World War. It says, the Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agenter of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. So basically, in a nutshell, this Third World War is going to be instigated by agents that are within... I guess you can say the Islamic world and the Zionist world or what we call the state of Israel today right and it's saying that this will be ultimately the third world war is going to be between the Zionist the political Zionist and the Islamic leaders also he's telling you that there are agents he actually calls them agenters of the Illuminati, meaning people, like I stated earlier, they've co-opted and infiltrated many institutions, many nations, countries, governments. So these are the receipts that I'm bringing here so that you can see that I'm not just pulling things out of the air, right? It says that the war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, right, the Muslim Arabic world, which today would be Iran, uh, Saudi Arabia, these different Arabic nations that are essentially superpowers, if you will. Continuing on, it says... The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam, the Muslim Arabic world, and political Zionism, political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economical exhaustion. You see, this is what I was speaking about, is... There's a purpose to these things, right? One of the purpose, as you can see, he just outlined, is they want us to be exhausted on all levels, economically, especially economically. But on every single level of human society, they want us to be exhausted. Once this world, world, world war happens, it is going to further divide nations against nation and is going to cause the allies of these particular entities to exhaust their resources in order to help one side or the other. So it also says while all of this is going on or leading up to this happening it says, we shall unleash the nihilist. Hmm. That's interesting. 
we shall unleash the nihilist. I need people out there to take some time to go look what nihilist means and look at society today. Do we have a bunch of nihilists walking around today within our governments, within our, uh, who have voices, who are public figures? Yes. Right, and it says, and the atheist. Hmm. I mean, listen, this, this is all profound. So every word hits, hits different, man. And it says, and the atheist. So they should unleash the atheist. So while all of this is being fermented, right, while all of this is being brewed into one big pot, that one of some of the main weapons that they're going to use and unleash are the nihilists and the atheists because these two uh, types of individuals will create devastation. It'll, 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 it'll mislead people, misguide people, and it'll break people. It'll exhaust people morally, physically, spiritually, on many, many different levels. Right? And it says, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm. Wow. Right? Which in all its horror will show will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere the citizens obliged to defend themselves against a world minority of revolutionaries will exterminate those destroyers of civilization and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity. Read that again. The multitude disillusioned with Christianity. Remember, there's almost 2 billion people that claim to be Christian, identify as Christians. And in this particular letter, which as you can see, and as I stated, has been almost prophetic. You would think this man was a prophet directly out of the scriptures, how he wrote this letter back in 1871, and it actually took place exactly how he said it would. And still to this day, playing out exactly how he said it should play out and how it would play out. The fact that he's mentioned the multitude at this point, once all of this is already happening, right, and the nihilists are doing what they're doing. The revolutionaries, the fake revolutionaries are doing what they're doing. And there's absolute chaos in society and the civilization that we once knew and put all our faith and hope in is destroyed. Now the multitude has been disillusioned with Christianity. I'm not even going to give my perspective or my commentary on that, every individual should take time to analyze that statement and ask, ask, ask themselves, are they disillusioned with Christianity? It says, whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious 
for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer. Brought finally out in the public view, the, this manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. That's heavy. That is heavy. Ooh, I mean, I think you need like a, a, a moment just to like let that simmer. Let that just, wow, man. That's deep, man. That is that's heavy. I don't even think that needs any commentary. That's like self-explanatory. And again, people can go and look this up on their own time and go research these things to see that I'm not pulling this. I'm not pulling this out of thin air here. This is documented things. These are real things, you know. And obviously, we know that the agents, they try to go back and rewrite history and claim that this never existed. But it does exist. They had it in a museum. It's a real letter, and it's documented. And again, it, it, would, not, it would not matter if what he said never came true. Right, because if what he said was just erroneous, we would all sit here and say, "Who cares?" Right? But the fact that he mentioned World War One and World War Two, and these two world wars took place exactly how he uh, wrote in this particular letter. Right, and mind you, in the letter he was mentioning the Illuminati, so clearly the Illuminati does exist for people out there who think they don't exist. Right, he was mentioning agents of the Illuminati. Mind you, this man was a 33rd degree Freemason, and he showed you the purpose of all of this, why this must happen. Okay, he outlined why this must take place. And it's not a question of whether if, right, if it takes place. Or should it take, it will take, it will happen. They have to do this. The people who control and manipulate our world have to make this happen. So Christians, people who believe in Christ, who claim to be Christians, whatever denomination that may be, understand that your religion will be destroyed at the end of this. Your religion, what you believe, will be destroyed. Atheist, you will be destroyed because you was just a weapon against society. That's all you was. You was just a weapon to confuse the sheep, to confuse the herd, and misdirect them and mislead them to their own demise. Once you accomplish and which you have accomplished because many, many atheists are in the world today speaking and, and teaching their philosophies and have convinced many. I think Germany, is it Germany? I think it's Germany. 
that is a hub for atheists, right? Most people in Germany don't believe in God. They're, they, they believe strictly in science. So that has been weaponized against society. It's been weaponized against the people. And how many people actually grow up Christian, go to college and become atheists? Millions. So this philosophy, this ideology was created and weaponized. And eventually it will come to its fullness. It will, it will, it will no longer be useful. Which means that it has to be destroyed because now you have to be taken out the way because at the end of it, you being an atheist, it's not going to be beneficial in the new world that we're heading to because this new, the new world that we're heading to, you have to believe in a God. It's just what God are you going to believe in? But nonetheless, the new world we're heading in has a God at the, at the pinnacle. And you must bow your knee and confess that this God is the God that you will worship and you will render your adoration to. And he pretty much described who that God is, right? The pure doctrine of Lucifer will manifest. So this has to take place in order to create the new world order. So again, right, to continue on from the last episode, and I'm going to elaborate further and maybe bring other things out and go into a different area of concern or different outlook or way of looking at things. I'll go deeper into these things in a different episode, but this is part two. This is going to be a series here because, again, I just pointed out what they're planning, what they plan on doing with the Christian church and what the purpose of the, what we're seeing today, the so-called pandemic and how it's affecting the Christian church and affecting the Christian leaders. And the ultimate agenda for the Christian church is to, for it to be destroyed. Now, some Christians will survive this destruction, but as you know, you've been lied to. You're not following the real Christ. As he just told you, you're disillusioned. You don't know who Christ is. You don't know who, who God is. You're delusional. On purpose. That was by design. You've been misled. You drunk of the cup. So I'll leave it there because I'm running out of time. It's telling me the maximum I got is 60 minutes. So, again, I'll continue this on later on a later episode. Love and light. May the most high bless.